hi everybody welcome to after lights out the rundown the podcast um i'm joined as always by the lovely Alyssa. hi <laughs> and it's me annika so we were in barcelona I we know. are in barcelona yay um are we gonna attempt to say the circuit name yes or because just... it's tradition now <laughs> it's a thing we do now yeah i just need to get it up oh yeah i don't also i listened back to last week uh-huh. And why, my Aussie accent just, like, went into British. I was like, this is terrible. British. So everyone, <laughs> everyone please excuse that. That was quite bad. I, yeah, you can go first. Um, I have not got it up. I'm sorry, I'm getting it up. I promise. I'm just oh. a bit slow. Because my mind had a blank eye over my screen and it was open to Instagram. And my brain was like, what? <laughs> um, okay, so my attempt of saying the full Grand Prix name is Formula One Aramco Gran Premio de España 2021. That sounded pretty dead on. I should honestly learn how to say numbers in these languages, so that way I'm not having to just say 2021. You know, I can be like, Wait, DOS. 2000. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think they say, like, DOS, zero, did, DOS. How do you say 20 in Spanish? <laughs> I did German, so... <laughs> I did German too, so... <laughs> the German to... Grand Prix! Yeah, <laughs> once we get to Red Bull Ring. No, that's Austria. I mean, same shit. Yeah, um, yeah. We get it. Uh, <laughs> uh, Formula One. See, I think it's Aramco, but I feel like that's wrong. So Formula One Aramco Grand Premio de España 2021. So it. Or, okay. or um, how do you even say 2021 in German? Because um, it, it, it wouldn't would be you like, not to say like 2021. <laughs> I don't think it Can you just be like, you know how to say 2021, be. would they say 20 and then 21? <laughs> yeah. Do they say it like that or is that just like an English? Um, how they say the second? I know. Yeah, I know how to say a hundred. <laughs> I think most languages they usually say like we say twenty one. They usually say one and twenty. Yeah, because I know in Afrikaans it's you'd say like the the yeah and last French one numbers are the worst. They no French numbers. We don't want to talk about those. <laughs> <laughs> Never did French, but it sounded like a nightmare. Do you know what? I might Google it real quick. How to say twenty twenty one in Spanish? Hey Siri, how do I say twenty twenty one in Spanish? In Spanish, 2021 is 2021. <laughs> <laughs> Just pretend I said that. She's Aussie, okay, so you can okay. pretend that you said that. Thank you, Siri, uh, um, for educating me that it's pronounced like that. I'm not going to make nice. an attempt to say it because I did not hear her properly. Um, no, neither. Okay, okay. so this weekend, um, Formula One was hosted with Formula Three as the support thing, Su- support series. Thing. <laughs> there was some F3 action as well as Formula 1 but we're not going to talk about F3 too much just because um, Annika doesn't really follow it as much even though she should um, I'm sorry but I will mention some things I'm just not going to go through it in as much detail it's kind of like how the Monaco um, Formula E Grand Prix you don't want to talk about but you know oh my god, Stoffel did not he DNF'd and I watched it <laughs> Bro, you can talk about it. I just have to be out of the house in an hour. Okay, <laughs> so. okay. Okay, well, it's fine. Um, I won't talk about it. It's fine. I can just live with my shame that I make Stoffel van Dorn lose every single race. <laughs> it was a good race. If you can rewatch it, rewatch it. Like, honestly. Okay. I'll sexy definitely do racing. that in sexy, my sem break. Sexy, sexy, sexy. Um, Formula One. Yes. FP1. Well, the weekend kicked off seeing you know we saw something that everyone loves to see and that we've all grown accustomed to see on the formula one track and that is nikita mazepin spinning 
Oh. Um, <laughs> I was like, where are you going with this? <laughs> it filled me with a lot of joy to hear about it. I did not watch it live, but when I heard about it, I was just... I don't know. It's like... A co- it's the one constant in my life that I know is going to... Yeah. If he didn't, I'd be upset, you know? Yeah, I... Yeah, it's just a given now. How you can talk about how Monaco is the next race weekend and <laughs> later on and how that's gonna fare with Mazepin. Um Oh my god, my cat is yeah, smelling my, my laptop and it's coming up as noise. <laughs> okay. We're gonna talk about next weekend in Monaco with blue flags and how that's gonna work. Oh my god. Because that's gonna be absolutely hell. Yeah, um I'll talk about his blue flag later on as well because it's just getting ridiculous at this point. How are we still in Formula One? Um, yeah. The next thing to talk about in FP1 was... Was there anything else in FP1 that happened? Um, Yeah, all the substitutions of people. Yes, a lot (laughs) did happen. So, um, Robert Kubica filled in in Alfa Romeo. Mm -hmm. And And Roy Roy Nassani filled in for Williams. Which was... It's nice to see. They've both... Obviously, Robert's a former Formula 1 driver. And Roy Nassani is a promising upcoming talent. So, you know, seeing them both drive was good. Um, Unfortunately... Robert Kubica went off at turn 10, I think it was, um, and he got stuck in the gravel, which is not ideal, you know, but... Yeah, but that man's driving a Formula One car with one hand, essentially. I forgive him, because <laughs> I love him, like he, when I, <laughs> was it 2019 that he was at Williams? And one of my faves. <laughs> yeah. I'm sad to see He's him good. go, but good, good to see bloke. him. Good to see him. Yeah, he is a good bloke. Good to see him back, like, <laughs> mm. in Formula One doing racing. Oh, do we want to talk about the news that came out uh, in between? Sorry, this is, I'm derailing everything, but Romain Grosjean. News? <gasps> oh! Yeah. <laughs> the Romain Grosjean gets a chance to drive on A test the, drive. I don't yeah. know what the French track is called, but the French race te- racetrack uh, with Mercedes. Card? Yes, I think card? so, yeah. Okay. I think so. <laughs> because Mercedes and Toto Wolff is an absolute angel. I am and so, so glad that he's been given this opportunity. I knew it was coming because I think Toto Wolf said it um, back at the end of last Late year. Late last year. And uh, part of me was like, is he really going to follow through with this? But he did. He stuck to his word. And I'm just going to be really happy yeah. to see Roman. I mean, it's just for a test drive. I really wish he was just back in Formula One just because there's not many drivers quite like him. Um if Roman Grosjean is having a fight with someone on track, you know it's going to be an exciting battle. <laughs> um, True. Whether it ends in a spin or something, like, it doesn't matter. He was, things like, everyone underestimates. I'm just going on a Roman Grosjean rant. I shouldn't do because we have very limited time, but he was very underappreciated when he was at his prime, and that makes people, like, people remember him for, like, his mistakes later on rather than, like, yeah. when he first started out. He was considered to be, like, you know how Max Verstappen is, like, the young talent now? He was yeah. the Max Verstappen of the early 2010s. So, mm. oh, that man has my whole heart. And he's just wholesome. He just wants to drive and he just wants to yeah. love his wife and his kids. And oh, <laughs> I want to remember Grosjean. We'll definitely talk about that when it happens. Later yeah, on, I, can, I, I can't wait. It was just time. some really fun, exciting news, really wholesome news to just quickly oh. mention. Yeah, I feel like we can get back to FP2. Yes. Uh, <laughs> what happened in FP2? Oh, the only thing that I remember is that um, Kimi, Kimi just overtook Mazepin at the end of the pit, <laughs> like, straight. 
not not pit straight, sorry, actual pit lane, because they didn't want to concede track position during practice, um, which was hilarious. Because um, Kimi just like full sends it around the outside, just at the exit, and I just love to see it. I love to see it. That's all I have to say. I love to see it too. Any time where Kimi is just kind of being a bit salty or just a bit like annoyed. Anytime Kimmy's being Kimmy. <laughs> yeah, like when he's just being himself. I, I'm, I'm very happy to watch. I'm really, really going to miss him if he retires. Um. <laughs> My man's a mortal. He is. That's why I have to say if, because if anyone's going to be racing forever, it's Kimmy Raikkonen. <laughs> Kimmy. Yeah. He's been racing for my forever, so who's to say he won't race for the rest <laughs> of it? Um, and so, not it's too much three. happened. Um, did the Formula 3 race happen before FP3 or after FP3? I could not tell you. There was a well, We could talk about the Formula 3 race. I'll talk right about it just before the. We talk about the actual Formula 1 race, I'm pretty sure it happened near then, so we'll talk about it then, it's fine. Okay, so well, FP3. Um, the first. You wrote. Sorry, you wrote angled pit boxes and I'm confused. Oh, because they brought attention to like how the pit boxes... So, you know when the driver comes in and they stop on the mark? Uh-huh. Um, a lot of the marks are like slightly like angled, like towards... like I'm trying to like demonstrate with my hands and no one can see this, but... So say like usually it's parallel to like the garage. The garage, yeah. Garage. Okay, I knew as soon as that left my mouth and I heard you say garage that you were going to say something. Garage. Garage. It's, so it's okay. parallel to the garage and so like some of them are more like uh, angle, so like more pointed towards the garage um, than parallel to it, if oh. that makes So like more like pointed to, inwards and then apparently like it means that they can carry more speed in so they like can just go whoop, and then plant themselves in the pit box. Um, but then I guess that will compromise exit slightly. Um, I don't know the science behind it. They were talking about it, and it seemed like Alpha Romeo and Alpha Tauri, I want to say, have the most angled pit boxes, and Mercedes oh, have like the straightest. So I feel like whatever <laughs> the Red Bull pit boxes is, what's the right choice? <laughs> oh, okay, they have the Thank fastest. You. Um, pit stops yeah that is Alyssa's two cents on what I wrote down I completely forgot about that I think it's been like it's been around for a long time but I've only just like had my attention brought to it this race weekend mm. um yes and so Kimi Raikkonen was one of the first on track with Alonso and the Haas cars I think and he ran over he went wide and one of the cameras, I think it was a camera, on the side of the track got stuck in his wheel. Like, it what? pierced his wheel. And so, like, you know the inner carcass? I hate that word. Yes. <laughs> it came out and, well, like, it was, like, the stringy bits and stuff were coming out of the tyre. And it wasn't, like, completely, like, deflated, like, delaminated. It was just, like, a full tyre, but, like, squashed. That's so stupid. So, like, it kept its, like, main form, but it had just had, like, a hole in the middle. Um, it was really, really stupid. Um, but luckily that didn't happen in the race. I say luckily. I feel like I would have fancied a bit of flavour. Uh, luckily um, F1 got their shit together and didn't let it happen in the race. <laughs> yeah. The they always seem... T- <laughs> How dare they make things that safe? <laughs> How dare they? Um... Yeah. Last thing in FB3, I think. Well, maybe not mm-hmm. last, but um, Yuki's engineer told him to calm down. <laughs> which was just a great <laughs> oh, old yeah, time. I noted that. Um, I 
again, as I said, m- I say it multiple times in episode, I feel like, but Yuki Tsunoda's team radio is, like, the best thing to happen. Actually, no. Uh-huh. Second best thing for something else that was introduced in the race, which I will talk about in the race. Um, What happened? Is there anything else that happened in FP3? Let me just quickly check. You said Lando off. Lando, oh, Lando went off where Robert Kubica did, but he didn't get stuck in the gravel. I think he just carried too much speed into the corner um, and just couldn't like understeer and stuff. And so mm. into the gravel, but he got out. It was fine. All fine and dandy. Um, and that was FP3. Not a lot of exciting Finished. things going on. <laughs> but a typical really. like Spanish Grand Prix weekend. I feel like nothing too major happens. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, qualifying. That's a good thing. Uh, so the first qualifying session was delayed by 10 minutes because of um, there was a crash in the support race. Um, I will note that I was half watching the end of qualifying just because it clashed with the Formula E Monaco E-Prix. So I had them on at the same time, but I was kind of watching the race just because like, races are more exciting than qualifying. Yeah. Usually. But yeah, so if I miss anything, apologies. That's my reasoning. Annika was... Were you drunk? I, I was drunk. It was my birthday. <laughs> so yeah. She, oh yeah, she's now old. <laughs> I'm 21. Woo. Oh yeah, because your birthday is... And it was just Yuki Snow... Yeah, Yuki Yuki's on the 10th, I think, or 11th. Who knows? <laughs> Me and him are getting old, you know. I, I, I texted him the other day and I said, Happy birthday, mate. You're just an old fart now, like me. And he texts back, yep. <laughs> Dude, imagine that. Imagine texting a driver. <laughs> anyway. Um, so yeah. Um, it was delayed by 10 minutes because of the crash in the support race. Um, mm-hmm. Mercedes were on the mediums and everyone else went onto the softs. Um, just... I think Mercedes were doing that so that way they had an extra set of tyres. Something to do with the fact that they set their fastest lap in the next qualifying on the softs instead of the medium. I don't... You know what, Annika? I don't know. I don't know the reasoning, <laughs> but they did it and we it always, happened. We always have a conversation. I just, like, never pay attention to the tyres because they can be confused me. <laughs> At least it's not like, you know, the hyper soft, super soft, yeah. um, softs, mediums, hards, ultra hards. <laughs> Yeah, I remember. Those like, are the difficult days of remembering and the colours and... Oh. At least this is easy. It okay. easy for us. So one of the first things of note was the fact that Nicholas Satifi's wing mirror broke. Like, the actual mirror, like, broke. And the only thing that he... He didn't make contact with anyone. It was just the case of, like, he went over a curb and, like, every, like, the vibrations and such um, debris. It was the sausage curbs. Like he went over a curb and there were some vibrations and I don't I think something might have flew off his car and hit the mirror and it smashed. Um, I've never seen know. that happen. I just I've know seen like the wind mirror fall off and I've seen like mm. things like that happen, but I've never seen it get smashed. Um, but to be I honest, I'm like not so many little attention to issues happen. I felt like so many little issues happened due to the sausage curbs this weekend. Yeah, just um, like, like a case bits of, like, of car was flying off everyone. If like a car went over the curb on a lap they would usually just go straight back into the pits and not try and complete it just because damage is like a very high chance if you go over one of those curbs because they extended one of them didn't they at the exit of turn 10 you're asking the wrong person no 11 12 <laughs> um 13 no it wasn't that far <laughs> it was where the improvements <laughs> it's where the improvements were made um <clears throat> oh right 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 and it was like after the improvements was... 
turned 10 turned and 11 10-ish. so i think it was like going yeah. into 12 um or 11 i don't i don't know <laughs> <laughs> this is stressing me out okay um lando um absolutely aced his first lap um went quickest of all on the qualifying first that's not english on q1 <laughs> um and yeah it was i have but he did get his one of his flying laps uh, oh like mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, he got mm-hmm. stuck yes. He got stuck on one of his first flying laps in by the traffic of the chicane. By guess who? <laughs> <laughs> um, Nikita Mazepin. What a numpty. Oh, I, call, a numpty. I feel like I've called him a numpty multiple times um, during this podcast. Because he is. like. No, I think that's literally the first time you've said it. I have not. Or maybe I've just before. been saying this just in general. <laughs> I call him a numpty a lot. Um, but yeah, he was... Ugh, one idiot <laughs> very aggressive with how I said that I'm sorry I, I don't mean to be aggressive but he just fills me with such anger that I can't help it I'm a fire sign let me be guys <laughs> just ignore it I'm a fire sign it's, it's cool um, but yeah uh, ooh, uh, Orlando still managed to go fastest in Q1 he did so. and that was on his no, no thanks to Mazepin but that was on his second lap um, yeah uh, good thing that happened was the fact that I mean, it's good, and it's also kind of like, oh, it's kind of sad, because I love both of them. But Mick Schumacher managed to out-qualify Nicholas Latifi. So this was the first time that Haas has out-qualified a car other than their own all <laughs> season so far, which is like, oh, you just love to see it. Um, yeah. I, feel like, I want to say Latifi was blocked on one of his laps. I remember him complaining. Um I felt like he was blocked on one of his laps, or like one of his laps there was like a yellow. Something happened on one of his flying laps because no, something you... did because he. I don't know if it was qualifying though or if it was practice, but he definitely stuck up a middle finger at Mazepin. I'm just race gonna weekend. blame Mazepin for this as well. It was his fault that Nicholas Nicholas Latifi didn't get into Q2 because I feel like he initially Nicholas Latifi was setting really really good lap times like the ones that he was putting down seemed competitive and then obviously everyone else got better as the track evolved because apparently that's something that it does um and he didn't and I was frustrated because I feel like if he was actually like that lap time was representative of everything he could do he would have out qualified um probably like I think he probably could have got into Q2 um really I think he could have it was quite close, um, like between like the final few things. I felt like he would have at least like been matching with um Yuki Sonoda's time. Um, but he will out qualify George at some point, hands down. Like it's oh, it's a given. Like, that's bold. Because it's so close during like practice sessions and stuff. And I feel like George he's gonna make a mistake somewhere and it's gonna annoy him and Nicholas is gonna get it and I'm gonna be very, very happy. Ooh, well I'm looking forward to that. Q two Nothing for me. <laughs> Not a lot happened. Um, was there? An, I don't think anything happened really. Most people didn't. No, um, really. It seemed like the first run that most of the drivers did was their fastest. Like when they went out for a second lap, they didn't. Not many people improved. I don't think. I think only a couple yeah. did. And even then, it wasn't by like large amounts. It was like quite limited. But um, in Q two, both Aston Martins were lost um and so was Pierre Gasly which was a bit annoying because I feel like he really would have wanted to get into Q1 Q3 sorry mm-hmm. and it was really really close like looking at it like what um him and between him and Alonso there was 16 
thousands, I think. Yes. I I agree with your numbers. <laughs> Sixteen thousand. And there was Lance Stroll in between them as well, so I feel like he had the potential to get into Q3. Um, bit frustrating for him, but yeah. Mm. You know, it happened and he did it. Congrats. Um <laughs> That's all I can really say. Um And then did Q one happen Q- anything <laughs> besides Q- another Hamilton Q- poll? Um I Sergio Perez um or Checo, he was com- Oh yeah. He was complaining about shoulder pain. Um Really? Yeah, I think it was shoulder pain. He just wasn't feeling very well. He was feeling dizzy and sick. I really hope my dog barks aren't being picked up on this because if I can hear it, it's probably is going to be picked up. It's fine. I'll just like cut it out. If not, if people can hear the dog barks, it's fine. Everyone loves dogs. Not my dog, <laughs> little rats. But you know, dogs are cute usually. Um, um, I should have said that in Q two, everyone was on softs. Everyone who made it into Q three was on softs. So everyone in the top 10 was starting on softs I think really, I'm I really trust you I do think okay I'm thinking um, oh no I think you're correct so yeah. Sergio Perez spun in Q3 um, that was notable I don't think it really did anything major like it brought up yellow flags but no one was doing anything exciting around the time that he did that so yeah, he didn't interfere with anyone's I... maps he didn't interrupt anything yeah I watched Q3 only um, and I didn't watch Q3, so well, I did. But I saw. I, I like. I turned on the TV right when Perez was spinning, and there were like yellow flags in sector two and three. I think it was. Yeah. He... And Hamilton had just started a flying lap, and I think the biggest like drama that could have happened. People were like, oh, "Is Hamilton going to have to abandon his flying lap?" But nope. everything was like cleared up by the time Hamilton got to those sectors. So that was a shame. Um, yeah, that was annoying. So then Hamilton got his 100th pole. Yeah, I was, like, a bit, like, bittersweet because I want Max Verstappen to get pole, but then I'm like, Lewis, 100, that... You say what you want, he's one of the greats. Like, greatest, he's a guy. Yeah. <laughs> we said this last yeah. um, week, but he is exceptional. Um, I'm really going to miss him when he retires. <laughs> and I'm really going to miss him next year. Please retire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um... No, I can't imagine anyone like matching his records now. They just seem so unreachable. I don't, I don't know how yeah. to describe it. They're just like unattainable on I another like. level. Because I don't know whether there's going to be a team um, with the new era that has Mercedes dominance, or like how Ferrari's dominance with Michael Schumacher and like all of those teams. I just don't, I don't think it's going to happen again until like the sport eventually dies down because you know fossil fuels are not fun <laughs> mm. and it's not sustainable and all that rubbish i say rubbish it's very very important but do you know what i mean like in the rest no, I of do. formula one has got like a very limited shelf life because of how dependent it is on natural resources very limited resources and so they've got to like step up their sustainability gain like they are but they're not massively they're not formula e like formula e is like future i feel like which is why i'm like so invested in it i feel like this is just going to be the way forward yeah and also like it's, if they can follow so much i've just gone on a formula e rant but they can follow so much better like the overtaking like you can have a little bash in formula e and get away with it um i think a car literally drove over another car and like the car was able to like continue driving but it retired but it was able what? to like continue driving um what the hell yeah sam bird unfortunately <laughs> Oh, that was frustrating because he's what another one of my favorites. But 
Yeah, really, really good race. You need to watch the Formula E race. Okay, okay. Quick side note. Oh, wait, no, not side note. We'll just say what qualifying. I'm just going to say the top ten for qualifying, because yes. we don't care about the others. So it was Hamilton for his 100th pole, then Verstappen, Bottas, Leclerc, Ocon, Sainz, Ricardo, Perez, Norris, Alonso. Yep. Can you hear that cow? Did you just say a cow? Cat. I mean, it does sound like a cow. <laughs> but it's a cat. That I, I think it's my cat. Um, I'm just wondering whether, like, if you can hear it. I don't think you did, though. I feel like you would have noticed it because it was very annoying. No, I don't think I did. Um, um, so before... Do you know... Okay. Yeah, sorry, hurry. Wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> I want to talk about the 100 polls quickly because I... There's a show in Australia. I think what I can compare it to from what I know is, like, apparently you guys have, like, Mock the Week. I love Mock the Week. <laughs> yeah, so we have something similar called Have You Been Paying Attention? Which is, like, a game show about what happened during the week about uh, like news stories mm. anyway but one of the questions was about hamilton and they were like what did he just get a hundred of and then someone was like pit girls <laughs> or like is that what they're called like race girls i was like oh my god he's had way more <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then another one another one was like what did he get and they were like he got over a hundred kilometers per hour <laughs> i mean yeah that was just funny um uh, before we talk about the Formula One race, first we need to mention Nikita Mazepin having a three-place grid penalty. I think we mentioned it earlier. Um, that's because he blocked Norris, and so he was handed a three-place grid penalty. Unfortunately, you can't and move three a penalty places. point. Oh yeah, he did. <laughs> you can't move, One move three places point. back from twentieth. So like, she just yeah. So we went from P twenty to P twenty, mm-hmm. and then I put the little clown emoji. <laughs> the clownery honestly um i briefly want to talk about formula three just like a little splash of it here and there um the formula three like i think the second race was very exciting like a lot of overtakes for the lead spun out um so basically there were like six different possible leaders i think during like the second race um fittipaldi and schumacher um they crashed into each other and both of them were out and then the next two to like be battling for the lead hit each other on the same turn one and oh i remember reading this spun like not spun but like damaged and then lost and then like the next two were battling they i don't know whether they made contact or if they did or i think they did but then one of them went i think it might have been um victor martins or martins i don't know how you say his name um he went wide and then he didn't quite follow the chicane like you know the bollards that they have in place that you must follow if you go wide at turn one he didn't yeah. quite follow it but i think in the rule book if you are pushed off you don't have to f- take the long route you can just rejoin instead of following all the way around if you're forced off rather than like making a mistake and going i don't quote me on that but i feel like that's why he wasn't penalized um but yeah that was exciting and then in the in that race as well um uh, Juan Manuel Correa, he got his first points from returning to um, single-seater racing um, since the uh, very tragic uh, incident last, not last year, year before last, at Spa, um, in, you know, where we sadly lost Antoine Hubert, um, which was very, very sad, but it's so, so good to see him back in. I'm a very big fan mm. of his. I think everyone is. <laughs> Everyone's, like, rooting yeah. for him to do well. Um I know he was in a lot of pain because, like, obviously, like, your leg's been, like, smashed up to pieces and it's been, re- like, rebuilt from scratch, you know? Mm. You're obviously, you're going to be in some sort of, like, physical, like, 
not pain, but like, you know, it's gonna be like tough, especially being out for so long. But honestly, the fact that he's just even made the return is like an incredible feat and fate, feat. It's incredible feet, yeah. that he's back. <laughs> for a second, I compete. I sort of feet, and I was like, oh, that's not the right word, but it was. Um, but yeah, it's really, really good to see him back. Um, hopefully, he'll be able to get some podiums. Um, he's got a lot of potential, and I'd like to see him back in F two at some point. Maybe F one mm. in the future. Who knows? Um, but yeah, another thing about F three, I hate. Um, it's not that I hate. I didn't hate anything about the last things I just said. But one thing I noticed and I hate about F three is everyone is younger than me. <laughs> They're all like yeah. sixteen, seventeen. I'm like, <laughs> no. It's like, oh, I was born in like 2005. I'm like, no, sir, sit back what? down. <laughs> what? 2005? What, what the hell? I can't remember his name, but he's a baby. Um, oh my god. I say baby, like, he's not like four years younger than me, but like, what? That's crazy. I was like going through, like, seeing, like, who is like the youngest, and he was like, he's 16. The oldest, I think, is 22, potentially. Would it be him? Isn't he the oldest? 21, 22, maybe. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's some. Is Logan Sergeant in Formula 3? I swear he's 20 or 22. I have no idea. Mm, I don't know. There's men and they're babies, but they're not babies because oh, they're not. I'm just really, really old now. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, that's all I'm going to so say that was about F3. that. That's F3. Uh, that was F3. Um, exciting stuff and then we have the race to talk about i'm not going to talk about the race in too much detail because honestly it was just like just seemed to be repeating itself over and over again and then something exciting happened and then it just repeated itself over and over again and it was good for yeah. barcelona like don't get me wrong it was good for a spanish grand prix because a lot of the time in the past you know few many years they haven't been the most exciting um I wrote down that 27 of the last 30 races were won from the front row um, and I can think of one exception, which was uh, Max winning. 2016? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and that's the one I can think of, but obviously I haven't been around for 30 years just yet. <laughs> um, but yeah, I haven't been around for that long, and I don't remember all of them, but it yeah, it seems like if you're on the front row, front row you're going to have you're almost guaranteed a, a win. It's like a 90% chance, I think. Maths? Is that a good math? Uh, no. A little less than 90. No, no 90 Sure. Hey Siri. <laughs> What's 27 over 30 as a percentage? 27 over 30 is 90%. Absolute legend I <gasps> <laughs> I did maths A level. Yeah, I failed it, but I did maths A level. <laughs> it's so jarring to hear the Australian accent from your Siri. 27 over 30. <laughs> yeah, uh, need- okay, the race. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, before the race happened... Um, Pierre Gasly did a naughty, um, and he started outside of his grid box. He went past the little, well not the little, it's the white line that clearly defines the limits of the pit box. Pit box? Race start box. Box start. Uh, What is it called? The starting (laughs) Starting grid box thingy. I don't know. He went over the line, basically. Um... Which in Formula One is just like, it's a slam dunk penalty, I think was the words that they used in commentary. But yeah, that's that was unfortunate for him because he received a five second penalty. I don't exactly remember what part of the race he received a five second penalty. Um, lap 11. Lap 11. Oh, so very early on, like started it going off yeah. the lane. I was taking... And then he took it 
it, on lap 19 he took the penalty. Yeah, um, so the start of the race, the first major thing happened on the very first corner, and that was Max Verstappen. And it was the most exciting thing as well. <laughs> it was the least heartbreaking thing. <laughs> there we go, that? actually, that's a better word. Um, but Max Verstappen managed to overtake Lewis Hamilton and then Charles Leclerc, Charles Leclerc, everyone says his name differently. Mine Ferrari shirt, by the way, because it's children's and they do it in my size. Um, the, <laughs> like, it's cheaper. I'm going to spend money on the cheaper things. Um, so sorry to every, like, 13-year-old who wanted a Ferrari shirt. It's like now. But also um, Ferrari has enough money, so fuck. Oh, yeah. I'm screw a, them. Everyone's a Ferrari fan. I'm not, like, you know, rooting for I'm Ferrari. not a Ferrari fan. I'm not, no, like, everyone's like, who's your favourite Formula 1 team? I'm not going to be like Ferrari. But, like, you know, I want them to do They're well. iconic. Yeah. And also, I thought it would look cute with a skirt I have. So. Um, yeah, Charles managed to overtake Valtteri Bottas. So Valtteri is, like, pfft, rubbish. Um, <laughs> uh, Daniel Ricciardo made up two places on the start, and so did Sergio Perez, whereas Esteban Ocon and Carlos Sainz dropped. Oh, um, I forgot from qualifying. Esteban Ocon started in fifth in an Alpine. It was a fifth? Yeah, he started P5. I was um, shocked. He, yeah, he, he was did. very, very overshadowed by um, the Lewis 100, 100 poles. Like, he was very overshadowed by it, unfortunately. But I think it's his best qualifying. It's his best qualifying of the season. Um, yeah, I feel like he wasn't when they here, were Renault, he did quite he well in qualifying. No, he wasn't Pardon? here last season. He wasn't here last season, was he? Yes, he was. He was, was in he? Renault. 2020 and 2021 are one year for me. There's no difference between them. <laughs> um, yeah, so he did well to get to P5, but then he lost two places. So, eh. Uh, Nick Schumacher <laughs> managed to overtake George Russell. Shush, pill. Oh my god. Mm. Sorry. Yes. My alarm just went off. My alarm just went off. <laughs> <laughs> so what the heck? I'm just gonna check with the recording because I heard the Apple alarm go off and I was like, that's not. I have a Samsung, that doesn't make sense. Okay, sorry. It's still going. Sorry, <laughs> it's, okay. about that. It's, it's fine. It's mine went off as well, so I cannot, like, um, you know, say anything. Um, I don't know what lap it was because I've just been taking this as, like, how I took photos um, throughout. Like, when I saw something <laughs> exciting happen, I was like, oh, photo. And that was Yuki Sonoda stopped at turn 10 because his. Yeah, it was. Lap nine. Lap nine, ten, ten. And his car just kind of... This is what I wanted to talk about. Okay, yes. I'll let you talk about it. Um, um, yeah, so he... The thing that I wanted to mention to you, but, I, like, I want you to do... Like, I wanted a genuine reaction beforehand. Um, was after qualifying, he said something like... And I, I'm not going to say it right, and it's going to be out of context, but he said something like he doesn't think that he's confused and he doesn't understand how him and Gasly are in the same car sort of like implying that there might be different oh, things like- to their car so I think he said it like politely but everyone took it like oh Sonoda thinks that um, Gasly has a different better car but I and mean, I think he just like they're going to be running different setups due to like driver preference surely yeah yeah, I mean, they're going to be similar like- they're not going to be like drastically different it's kind of like how... No, but um, I think he implied, like, you know, the whole, like... Like how last how everyone year with Red Bull. last year. Yeah, and Red Bull, too. The Red Bull one still irks me to this... Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but he's still, like... He he said that, and, oh and everyone was like, oh, oh, my God. I don't... 
And then he issued an apology oh, afterwards. <laughs> but then there was this whole joke going around. It's like that Sonoda complained, not complained, or like Sonoda, I guess he did complain, but like Sonoda complained that the car isn't good enough compared to Gasly's and then had to apologize. But then his car actually isn't as good as Gasly's because it had an engine failure. Was it engine or electrical? So like, Everything. I don't know what. It was a failure. It was a, it was a bit of both. Everything just. It was just his engine stalled and wouldn't turn back on. Yeah, because he tried multiple times. Um, but that didn't happen. Um, I have a photo of George Russell overtaking Mick Schumacher because I thought this was exciting. It's a live photo as well, so I could just see it happen <laughs> again. Um, it's Williams against a Haas. You know, last year would have been the Haas winning, but this year it's the Williams, which is nice to see. Um, I don't know what lap that was on. Again, I don't have laps. Um, Giovinazzi had like um, a very long, like thirty second pit stop. Thirty five point one second pit stop. I took a photo. <laughs> Thank you. Do we remember why? Oh yeah, because the wheel was messed up. Um, he, the wheel they brought out was deflated. It was already had a puncture, and the guy was just like slapping the wheel. <laughs> I was like, what is going on? Um, at first I had absolutely no clue what was going on. I don't think a lot of people did. So like, they brought they had to like, look, I'm trying to speak, and I'm trying to like, I'm thinking too far ahead of what I'm trying to say. Um, so the tires, like obviously, if one tire is bust, you've got to replace all of them. And so that took a lot longer. Yeah. It wasn't quite as long as the Mercedes 50 second pit stop. Um, no, the engineers did really well to like communicate with each other. Like, hey, shit, yeah. this has a hole in it. It could have taken a lot, lot longer than what it did. Yeah. Um, and was this, that was under safety car, wasn't it? Yeah, because they got deployed for Sonoda. Yeah, so he lost time, but it wasn't the end of the world. Kind of like, he lost it a yeah. little bit, like, obviously when you pit under safety car you lose less less time than when you what when you pit normally yes no no you're there you're there you're almost there (laughs) i had just done like an empty um so yeah that was on lap 10 i took a photo (laughs) nice Um, thanks (laughs) uh and then i took a photo of the time penalty notification yeah nothing exciting nothing happened really um yeah it was a lot of battling so lewis up front lewis hamilton was chasing max verstappen as most race weekends go it's one of them chasing the other (laughs) and it seemed like just as lewis was he seemed just out of touch of drs most laps or like he would go under the range for drs like in the middle of the lap but then by the time it comes to the drs detection zone at the start of the main straight it was over a second so he didn't get drs and so the gap kind mm. of remained constant at that point. So Lewis struggled to make any sort of overtaking move during the first, I don't even know how many laps, like half of the race. Like a lot of it was spent struggling. Well, a lap yeah. Red Bull coming on. I don't remember. Um, but Valtteri Bottas was the first Mercedes to pit. Um, and then Max Verstappen came in to cover him off. And Max had a slow pit stop. Um, uh, I took a photo and it's 4.2 seconds so compared to like the you know 1.9 quickest it's a bit sloppy um i don't know what the problem was but there was a clearly a problem i don't <laughs> no and then lewis pitted i don't know what i think he just had a box standard um pit stop and he came out behind verstappen yeah not really anything really happening it's 
Yeah. Um, I guess, like, Valtteri Bottas was ahead of Charles Leclerc. Like, that is something that happened. Like, he managed to overtake. Because, like, for the first half of the race, my race prediction was, like, true. And I was like, wow, this is fantastic. And then Valtteri Bottas <laughs> overtook Charles. I say That's overtook. It was strategy that got him past. It was all strategy. Um, there's something that I wanted to talk about. I don't remember when it happened. But it happened. And it was to do with blue flags. Um... And the exciting thing that I talked about that I love to see more than Yuki Sonoda's team radio is the team radio between uh, Toto Wolf and the race director, Michael, was it Michael Massey? Yeah. Um, they, it showed the conversation, not conversation, but like, you know how the team radio happens. It showed the snippet of team radio, Toto Wolf, like telling like him, like, oh my God, like blue flags, like get this man out of our way. Um, yeah, I don't so remember who it like, was, but I'm pretty sure time. it's Mazepin. Uh, <laughs> it was Mazepin. Okay. So it was Mazepin, yes. That might have been during the pit stops. Um, no, it was. Um, it was after Hamilton did his second pit stop. Oh, mediums. I'm pretty sure that was on lap 43. I took a photo of this, so I know this. Um, yeah, Lewis came into pit because he was. The thing is, he had caught up to Max. Like I think. On the lap that Lewis came in, he was like 0.4 seconds behind. He was within DRS. He could have gotten Max on that straight. But yet he chose, or him and Mercedes chose to bring him in to the pits and swap his mediums for... Mediums. Mediums. Um, I was like, what did they swap it for? Um, but yeah, so that happened. And I was first I was like, mm, does this seem like the smartest play? And then Hungary 20... 2019. 2019. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, that's basically a repeat of that. I'm going to get into it later, but just... Uh... <laughs> you just look so absolutely done. Because <laughs> I am. <laughs> um, yeah, so, well, I think we're up to that part in the race, so we can talk about it. Yeah. Anyway. It was a lot of chasing. It seemed for, like, the entire race, Max was leading... Not Max, mo- was it most of it? Mo- large portion of it he was leading and Lewis was just chasing him. Valtteri was nowhere to be seen. Um, no, Valtteri he... was having a party in third. <laughs> he was. He was in fourth I mean, for but after... He was in second. He was in second after Hamilton pitted. Yeah, but then he pitted again. The second time. Oh no, he didn't. He pitted again later, but um, was there... I think... I don't know whether there was team orders, but um, when no. Lewis approached Valtteri, he wasn't... He didn't... Valtteri didn't make it easier. I feel like team orders like yeah you're fighting for yourself but Valtteri Bottas against Lewis Hamilton on much fresher tyres like it's a losing you're gonna lose it and there's no point fighting that battle because you're just holding up your teammate you're just gonna like ruin no, things no I was I wanted him to hold him up more I was, like, oh no I wanted him to hold him up thing. but I feel like as a teammate like you don't do that especially when he's chasing down the lead like as a team because like, Valtteri wasn't gonna win this race there was I disagree because oh. it's, he said, like, it's racing. Like, I'm not gonna... He's no, you're not gonna stop racing just because it's your teammate. I know, but, like, when like, your maybe... um, teammate is literally chasing down the leader, like, the Mercedes, you've got to think, yeah, it's an individual sport, but at the end of the day, it's a team sport as well. And so, like, you can't... You've got to be selfish, but you can't be, like, selfish to the point that you're going to compromise the team. Um, I mean, but he wasn't, though. He held him up for, like... Two, yeah, because like not even a second. Yeah, but you would have held him up for longer if he had the tires. <laughs> yeah, but I, but he didn't. But he didn't because it was a losing battle. So I'm sad. Um, yeah, I would have wanted Lewis to be held up for longer just because I wanted Max to win. But like from like a 
I don't neutral. I call it, is it neutral? Yeah. Or Valtteri Switzerland biased against Valtteri side. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I just you know. Yeah. The <laughs> the only time I found myself actually cheering for Mazepin is when Lewis approached him as a backmarker, <laughs> and Lewis was trying to still hunt down Max, and I was like, "Come on, Mazepin, hold him up, hold him up, hold him up." Yeah. Um... <laughs> Do what you're most well known for. Uh, a lot of people like Red Bull messed up their strategy, but um. At the end of the day, like if they would have pitted after Lewis had, because I don't think they anticipated Lewis pitting because he was on fresher tyres than that. But when going, he had, Lewis had to try something basically. Um, I forgot what I was saying. Something about Red Bull. Oh yeah, I don't think like it was the wrong call, but like I feel like if they would have pitted him the lap after Lewis, like immediately he would have come out behind Lewis. And when you're on like even tyres, whether Max would have been able to pull off a move because the Mercedes is faster and just. It's not better, yeah. but like, I feel like Mercedes has more of a punch than what the Red Bull does. Um, and so he would have compromised track position on a circuit like Barcelona, where you don't really want to be doing that in Formula One. Um, I'm not an expert, so I don't actually really understand it in too much detail. But yeah, that was what they. <laughs> that's what the race people told me. <laughs> that's what the commentators told me, mm-hmm. and they uh, they know everything. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So is there were battles there in the middle? Else. Um, Daniel Ricciardo finished ahead of Lando Norris. Yeah, you. I mean, I'm a Lando fan, but I'm also like Daniel Ricciardo fan all the way. Um, no, but I felt like he had like a good weekend actually. Mm. And I saw actually I saw a stat that was like, um, when Daniel made the move to Renault, mm-hmm. he had about like three hundred. No, sorry, three thousand and something kilometers. Like let's just say three thousand one hundred kilometers under his belt after pre-season testing oh wow (laughs) and he only got the equivalent of that after this race oh my god so he's only so with mclaren it took him all the way up to the start of race four to drive the exact same like amount of kilometers in a new car than it did when he was in renault in 2019 so like just a bit of a comparison yeah to see that like it took like the testing time and shit has like really affected not affected but like it's really different yeah george russell was running in the points for um part of the race oh yeah Um, (laughs) i remember just yelling at the tv for a lot of that it was coming towards the end of the race and he was still i said the end of the race i think it was like the last 15 20 laps he was or 10 15 laps i don't think it was 20 laps that was too far in um but basically i think it was lando norris who was catching um and obviously I want Lando to do well, but then I also want George points in a Williams because mm-hmm. we haven't got it yet. I've seen a lot of George slander. We're so close. But yeah, <laughs> I don't know what I was going to say. Uh, it's pretty boring. Um, Ferrari seemed to do pretty well that race. Like, not poor, but like pretty good. Um, yeah, I mean, this is Leclerc's second P4 in the season. I'm very happy about that. And... Carlos did well. I mean, I feel like I want I wanted him to do better. Um, but you know, there's only so much you can do when you're where you are. I don't know where Carlos finished. I did not take photos of the end of the race. Seventh. Seventh. Yay. Okay, so he got past. Yeah. So Ocon. he split Ricardo and Norris. Okay, so Ocon was like far back <laughs> down. I know Ocon was there. Ocon came ninth. That's not too bad. And Alpine. Um, there's like a lot worse that you can come. 11 places worse you can come. But he didn't. Um, so, yes. Um, chuff for Ooh. that. Uh, Sergio Perez did 
a pretty good I mean not good but it was okay it was you know yeah I felt it was just like eh he was there he was there I think he was matching Max's pace but he was just like you know like 30 seconds down the road <laughs> yeah so like it wasn't awful like he had the pace there he just wasn't within the fight which um I want to see I want fighting please and thank you um <laughs> Is it too much to ask to like have both Red Bulls and both Mercedes like fighting it out for the win? Apparently, it is. It is, yeah. <laughs> it's a hard, hard life um, being a Red Bull fan right now. Um, yeah. So, so Max final results. Oh wait, before Max ended up pitting to try and get a fastest lap because he had the gap between him and Battery, which he got. I think almost certainly got fastest lap. Um, he did, yeah. Which it's a, it's you know. A small win, small win. I take, I'll take it. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can do the quick race rundown of the results. Oh yeah. Um, so Hamilton won driver of the day. So that's the most important thing. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, P1 Hamilton, P2 Verstappen, P3 Bottas, P4. Nope, this is the wrong thing. This is the final standings. Uh, <laughs> okay, so it was Hamilton, Verstappen, Bottas, Leclerc, Perez, Ricardo, Science, Norris, Ocon, Gasly, and then P11, Stroll, Raikkonen, Vettel, Russell, Giovinazzi, Latifi, Alonso, Schumacher, Mazepin, and then out, Sonoda. Giovinazzi had a good recovery then. Just looking back yeah. at it now, considering he had a really slow... What happened to Fernando Alonso? Um, why is he, he pitted? He's 17. I swear he was, like, near the points. He pitted on that 63. Why? Out of 66. I don't know why. Can't tell you why. <laughs> <laughs> sure, Fernando. I don't. Anywho. Yeah, that happened. So, yeah, it was a pretty boring race. I feel pretty, like. pretty boring. <laughs> um, I swear he was battling with Stroll for Fernando Alonso. Oh, he was. He was. They po- Stroll went off the track. Oh, yeah, I mentioned this about um, in the F3, how in F3 I thought the rules were like, if you're forced off the track, you won't get a penalty. And I think if that is the case, that can be applied here too? No. No? <laughs> no, sorry. He, um, I don't know what the outcome was, but Stroll was under investigation. Yeah, I think it can be under around, investigation, but... but I think like he can argue that he was forced off because it was in battle. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, well, we can quickly try and research it. Yeah. Okay, so he didn't, he didn't get any penalty for that. Okay. Um, that's, yeah, that's fair enough. I think he was forced off, and I don't, it wouldn't have made any impact to the results anyway, other than, like, maybe a position no. here and there, but nothing, no no points position um yeah uh after the race i don't think much happened uh <laughs> to be honest i don't think so either just a lot of people being like, um you know if they had a good race they'd be like yeah we had a good race and if their race was disappointing it was oh we'll do better next time yeah i think everyone was pretty like satisfied with where they came and yeah except for maybe you know. valtteri bottas i think he wanted to be higher but then after you got overtaken by charles on the first corner there's not it was in his and more of like a not a recovery because he didn't really like do anything too bad but it was more like a try and maintain these points rather than go for the win like rather like keep p3 mm. than challenge for the win if that makes yeah sense. i don't know it was just like Barcelona is a difficult track um on a good race weekend you know it's hard to overtake um i th- the driver association i don't know the full name of it but george russell was in it Roman Grosjean was, Sebastian Vettel is. Um, they want to change the final corner so that it's like the same as what it was before 2007, I think. Um, so instead of having the chicane on like the final 
bit. It was just to like go around rather than have that break so people can carry more speed as they go onto the straight. If that if I'm explaining that in any way. So like cut out the shipping. No, I think I remember seeing that somewhere um, too. I've also I feel like I saw that on Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it somewhere. I can't remember who was talking about it, but someone was talking about it. Um but yeah, if that happens um, Barcelona might have a few more overtakes along the straight because that's like really the only place you can overtake or maybe like send one up the inside late breaking or someone I think Charles did a Fernando Alonso someone yeah mm. around the outside of one of the Ten, turns which was three. like also <laughs> four sure the, it was one of the most exciting things and that was right at the start and that says a lot <laughs> yeah yeah for a Spanish Grand Prix it was good um, for just as a general Grand Prix Everyone seemed to like overhype it. I was like, wow, that was like such a great race. It was just the same, same, same thing happening. I feel like if there was more like yeah. Hamilton in the lead, Verstappen in the lead, like, you know, like here, there, here, there, I think it would be more exciting than just, is Lewis going to catch him? Oh no. Is Lewis going to catch him? Oh no. <laughs> oh, Mercedes are doing a different strategy. <laughs> Sorted. And then that was in the bag for yeah. them. Um, something I wanted to talk about and I completely forgot. Um, oh, yeah, there's talks that Turkey, um, Istanbul Grand Prix, is not going to be taking part in this no. season because of restrictions in the UK. Um, I can't remember the source where I've seen this, but I know it's a reliable one. <laughs> what is it? It's an, there's an Instagram account who like reports all oh, the news wait, and stuff. Oh, wait, it literally it got cancelled four hours ago. Oh, wow. So, yeah, um, who was it? I think they're like Formula Hypersoft, I think is what their like Instagram account is. And I follow them because they usually do like updates throughout the race. So if I need any hints during this podcast, I'll just look at the notes they made. Um, but yeah, so Istanbul's been cancelled. Um, quite unfortunate because it was a good race. But then, you know, we might have two, two Austrias, I think they're talking about they might do, maybe. Um just do two Australias. Oh yeah, please. <laughs> do it. We'll have like a. We'll spend um, all my money in Melbourne trying to F one driver hunt. We'll do a um another Silverstone race, but like at the end of the year where it's raining and cold, <laughs> as opposed to our yeah. summers where it's raining and slightly warm <laughs> and cold. <laughs> yeah, it's not too cold. <laughs> it's slightly cold, but it's not too cold. You did have a heat wave. We we could. Um, I hope so. <laughs> And have the tyres all explode again. That would be fun. That would definitely be something. Yeah, so the next race is Monaco. Mm-hmm. Um, which, I know Monaco is a kind of a boring race, but it's just got so much history and influence in Formula 1 that like I really love it. It's a guilty pleasure. Like Everyone wants to win Monaco. Everyone wants to do well in Monaco. And I always love watching Monaco. Even if, like, it's not the most exciting, but it's so close, like, a lot of the time, because there's not a lot of space on track for, like, 20 drivers, mm. you know. There's going to be someone in your path. There's going to be someone in someone's path at some point during the race, sort of sense. And Yeah, it's going to be my first, like, Monaco that I'll watch live, so that'll be exciting. Oh my god, really? <laughs> oh yeah, because yeah. time zones, yeah, sorry. Um, blonde moment. Uh, I feel like I'm going to call a red flag now. Um, yes. I'm gonna do it. Do I say who it's for, or do I just let the people guess? No, <laughs> I I'm gonna call a Pierre Gasly win. <laughs> We're doing this all under the do it under the Taurus moon. It's the Taurus moon right now. Manifest um, Pierre Gasly win. Who else do you want on the podium? Yeah, uh, I want to see a Ferrari Ocon. on the podium. Why not? 
Yeah, Ocon and Charles. Oh no, Seb Vettel. Seb Vettel back on the podium, please. <laughs> Get him in the I've Aston. made a. I've made a bet. I made a bet with my mate that if Gasly is on the podium, I don't think he's going to get a podium this year as much as I want him to. Mm. He might do. Um, he might I made do. a bet with my mate. So if Gasly gets a podium, I owe my mate a McFlurry. McFlurry? Oh. A high stakes, high stakes bet. I can actually do with a McFlurry right now. Might message my mum and ask me what to, <laughs> ask me to bring me one. <laughs> on the Go way for back a quick Macca's run. Yeah, a quick one. It's Go the, for a quick Macca's run. drive through, like, not too far from where I live, so. Um, I was going to say something else. Yeah, just manifest. Um, manifest. Pierre Gasly has won the Monaco Grand Prix. Seb Vettel is <laughs> on the podium with him. And so is a, either a Ferrari or Ocon. <laughs> or I Fernan- don't know. Ocon just seems so wholesome. Or Fernando Alonso. There. Like, imagine having, like, um, a Fernando, Kimi Raikkonen and Seb Vettel podium. Oh, Kimi Raikkonen yeah. back on the podium, please. Um, yes. George Russell on the podium. Have a Williams on the podium. <laughs> um... Yeah, it's Taurus Moon. Anything can happen. Um, manifest now. Um, obviously, I don't want to have a red flag because you know that's usually a bad thing. But if there was, I want a safe red flag. Um, that makes any sort of sense. Um, yeah. Just a cheeky tap here or there, and just stuck in the middle of the road, and like, oh no, it's a small circuit. We can't recover you. Red flag. We need to red flag it. Is it going to rain? I don't know. I can't see that far in the future. I don't know. It's like two weeks in the future. I can't see that far ahead in the future, so no, I'm manifest rain because the rainy Monaco's always excite me. Excite me? No, um, they just are fun. <laughs> or if it rains halfway through the race, and then they've got to be like, oh, when do we pit for intermediate? So we go for full wets, you know? Like that is the <laughs> chef's kiss. Wait. Oh, wait, no, I'm looking at the wrong thing. <laughs> no, it says it's gonna be sunny. Ugh. I don't know. I'm just on this weather app, and it says like. Um, warning thunderstorms and I was like what? Oh yeah thunderstorms at the moment Nah it says right now it says possibility of uh, precipitation is 0% Oh that's rude. Um, but it's also two weeks in the future so um, well, thanks for listening today guys we love Sebastian Vettel that's the only thing we're actually going to tell you to do at the end of the podcast <laughs> just go out and love Sebastian Vettel today or tomorrow um, any day every day love Sebastian Vettel please Um, Sebastian Vettel and Roman Grosjean for the win Um, yeah thanks (laughs) yeah um, please go follow us on Instagram Twitter Um, if you don't know it by now just watch the old podcast and we'll tell you Um, yeah vibe (laughs) vibe like like, review rate review subscribe I don't know what you're supposed to do with the podcast make sure you are interacting tell a mate Yes, tell your friends. We are here every race weekend. Maybe slightly late, but we have you have to forgive us because Annika's on the other side of the world. Um, like an idiot, like gosh. Um I wake up at six AM for you guys. You do, and then I've gotta do this while my mum's at work. So <laughs> Um So Yeah. So uh thank you for listening, as always. Uh please tune in next week. Next week, next race weekend. Next race? Uh, which is Monaco, which is going to be exciting. Um, yeah. Yeah, thank you. Toodles. We'll see you there with Bubbles at the Ready. Bye, guys.